hello again. Um, I'm not going to do that whole intro thing again. You all know how it goes at this point. I'm really sorry to whoever's listening to this tape today, because I'm just kind of off today, and I didn't feel like I could put this off any longer. Whatever was going on with Hazel that kept interrupting my last tape has been going on for the past week and a half. It's been taking a lot out of the whole coven, but I'm not going to let that get in the way of my application anymore. So now I'm just going to move on with my actual application. I'll be continuing my answer from my last tape because I have a bunch more possible answers. So why not? I'm going to try not to have the little breakdown that I had last time happen again. I mean, this is a job application, not an existential crisis, right? No, sorry. Anyways, uh, my first, I guess, answer is actually a pretty cool one. At least, I think it is. So right down the street from my apartment, there's a little lot right in between two buildings, and it's been there for years, but no one has ever bought it out to build anything there, and the people who live in the two buildings next to the lot, I guess, have kind of taken that lot and made it into some sort of community garden there. You know, the kind with a bunch of flowers and those mini tomatoes and everything. So, I walk pretty much everywhere, because Hazel and Era are the only two members of my coven who are legally allowed to drive, and neither of them know how, but what I'm getting to is that I walk by that little garden thingy almost every day, and I've noticed that every once in a while I'll spot a few of the fae folk in the garden. And not the, I guess, normal fae folk that look only mostly human and that every witch knows to stay away from. I mean, I'm not an expert on the fae folk or anything, but the little things that are usually in that garden are probably pixies or something of that kind. And they're not naturally antagonistic or anything, but again, what I've noticed is that they certainly aren't doing anything to help out that garden. And the fact that there are so many of the fae folk living so close to where I live was obviously something pretty special. At least, it was at first. But I went ahead and did some research on some of the fae folk, like pixies and other things I thought could be what's living in that garden. And as I did more and more research, it became pretty clear what was up with those pixies, or whatever those things are. They were starting to get irritated because they were living in a garden with all these pretty flowers and stuff like that, and the humans weren't giving them any of it to keep. Yeah. And the longer the humans weren't giving them anything, or, or even just acknowledging them, the angrier those pixies got. About a month ago, they started ripping flowers off of plants, digging up seeds that people just planted, and all sorts of bad stuff like that. And every day I'd walk past that garden, and every day it would get worse and worse. And every time I see the garden like that, I knew that there had to be something I could do about it. Right? But then, I just had this great idea about two, three weeks ago. I was at this little 
diner type place getting lunch with my friend Cass, who I know I've mentioned on one of my other application dates before. And we were having such a good time. Cass was talking about a new art class she's taking at her school, and I know that I don't go to an actual school, but I was telling her about some of the courses that I'm taking online. Sometimes it's a little hard to talk with Cass since she can't know about my witchcraft or anything, but she's still my best friend, and if keeping a secret from her is going to keep her safe, then it's gotta all be worth it. Right? But uh, the two of us were just finishing up our lunch, and we had gone up to the cash register place up at the front when I noticed that little bowl of, like, mint candy thingies that people will always take when they go up to pay after their meal. And that's when it hit me. I could use those silly little mint thingies as the gifts for the pixies in the garden. I'd been trying to figure out something small that I could do to help out those people in their garden, and this was the perfect thing! I mean, it really didn't cost me anything. They're meant to be taken, and if it gets those pixies to leave that garden alone, then I won't mind a few weird looks from whoever's working the cash register the one day a week I show up, eat lunch, and do my best to subtly put handfuls of the mints in my bag when I go up to pay. And if you're wondering, it did work. Usually on the same day I go to the diner to collect my weekly supply of mints. <laughs> wow, that is not something I ever thought I'd say in a job application. But on that same day, I usually go over to the garden and scatter the mints around. Wow, that will never stop being weird. I will do my best to make sure that if there are any people there, that they don't notice me just dropping off a bunch of little candies around their garden. I'll just, you know, make some small talk, ask them about their plants or their family while I'm dropping little gifts for the pixies. But on the other hand, when there are no people there, I will pretty much just throw subtlety to the wind and literally throw the little mints around the garden. I mean, usually whenever that happens, it's raining or snowing or whatever other bad weather it could be. So, I just want to get that over with and head home to my warm, dry apartment. And I think that's pretty understandable. Oh, 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 something really awesome actually started happening the other day. And I'm pretty sure it's related to what I've been doing with the Pixies. So, I share a bedroom with Darcy, the girl I know that I mentioned in one of my earlier tapes. But in our room, my bed is right next to the window. And when I woke up the other morning and looked out that window, I saw that there was a little purple crystal thing sitting on the outside windowsill. I know you can't see it, but I'm actually holding it right now. And I didn't know where it came from, so I brought it in and checked it for curses and such. It was safe, but I still had no idea where it came from. Now, I have quite a few of these. They've been outside my window every morning since I started leaving the mints for the pixies in their garden. I'm just hoping that they'll leave the garden alone now. Well, on to the next answer. This is actually a pretty cool one. So, Hazel has recently been doing some uh, community service at this museum a few blocks away from her house. And from what I've heard, 
the museum pretty much focuses on parts of history and such that don't get as much, I guess, coverage in normal history museums. And so this started about maybe three months ago? I'm not entirely sure. But Hazel will go in a few days a week for a few hours a day. She tells us that she just helps out around the museum. You know, cleaning up exhibits, showing people around. Normal museum volunteer stuff, right? But a few weeks ago, I was getting a little... Well, you could say I was getting a little suspicious. There was obviously something that Hazel wasn't telling us, and I didn't want to just stand idly by while Hazel was getting into something either dangerous, illegal, or really interesting without telling any of her sisters. So, I did the only thing I could do. It was the obvious solution, really. I mean, maybe I shouldn't be saying this on a job application, but I... Uh, I followed Hazel to work. Now, I know what you may be thinking. Leah, you shouldn't do that. Leah, don't follow your sister to work. Leah, maybe she wasn't up to anything. Don't be paranoid, Leah. But... I still followed her to work. I mean, she never knew I was there. She still doesn't unless someone snitched on me. And so, I followed Hazel to work. I was safe and made sure she never saw me, but I got pretty much all of the information I needed. It turns out that Hazel wasn't even volunteering at the museum at all. You didn't have to pay to get in. So she would go, multiple times a week, and do whatever it is that she would do in this place. From what I can tell, she was spending most of her time in this small, unmarked corner in the back of the museum. It's in this darkish room, past all of the, I guess, the cool stuff. So I understood why there were never that many people back there. What I didn't understand was... Why Hazel, of all people, was back there every time she came to the museum? Well, I didn't understand until I saw what was really back there. But, because she was always there, I was never able to go in and get a closer look at what she was doing. I mean, not while she was there. So, I went when she wasn't. I went back by myself one day when I knew that Hazel wouldn't be there. I forgot when exactly that was, but the museum was mostly empty that day. I was able to sneak out of the apartment without any of my sisters noticing. And they were all concerned with Hazel too, but they didn't seem to be as interested in whatever it was that she was getting up to as I was. So I went on down to that museum all by myself and headed to the little back room where Hazel had been spending most of her time. Luckily, there was no one back there already, so I didn't have to worry about anyone seeing me. And it didn't really matter if they knew who I was or that I knew Hazel. I just didn't want to feel like I was being watched when I was the one snooping on whatever my sister does during the day. So, when I finally got back to that room, it took my eyes a while to adjust to the darkness I'm honestly not sure how Hazel was able to get anything done in that dark little box of a room. But as soon as I was able to see what the room was for, I wished I still couldn't see. I mean, 
This was something that I never thought Hazel would get involved in. And to whoever's listening to this, it may not be as bad as I'm making it sound, but trust me, in the moment, it was pretty damn awful. Did you have any idea that there is a small museum in New York City with an entire room, as small as it may be, devoted to ancient witchcraft rituals? Because I certainly didn't. And I guess not all of those rituals were bad exactly, but none of them are what could be considered good. I've done my best to forget about quite a few of them, but there are another few that I just can't get out of my mind. There was a ritual that was intended to bring back the dead. Now, the little plaque thingy underneath the information about the ritual said that it had never been successful, but that didn't make me any less nervous when I thought about how Hazel had been spending all of her time there, possibly studying that exact ritual. And there wasn't exactly anyone that I knew about that Hazel would want to bring back, but you don't exactly want another witch to just have that on hand, now do you? And it doesn't matter how close we were, I still don't want anyone to have that power. And, and there was another one that really made me worry. Not just because it looked like a pretty shady ritual or anything. I mean, it did, but that's not why it worried me as much as it did. Ugh, still does, actually. It was some sort of archaic mind-reading spell. And I know, it's like I said before, she might not have even been studying that one. But the fact that it's in the same room where Hazel has been spending so much of her time is pretty obviously worrying. Maybe that's why I've been so worried about whatever it is that's going on with her lately. I know that I'm supposed to trust Hazel and all. I mean, she's the one who got me here in the first place. But I can't help but trust her a little less when it turns out She's been keeping so much from me, from all of us. And her acting different isn't just that she lies about where she's going for the day, or her interruptions of my applications. No, it's something a lot deeper than that. She's pretty obviously keeping something from the rest of us. You see, Hazel is normally a pretty open person. I mean, she's pretty much the unofficial leader of our coven, not that we've ever told her that. So it's not like she keeps things from us often. And whatever it is that she's hiding, it's a lot bigger than doing research on ancient rituals in an underfunded museum down the street from our apartment. I'm just a little scared that she's going to end up using those rituals on us. I read all the plaques and signs in that little room. There's no proof anywhere of any of those rituals ever being successful. The only accounts that have any semblance of proof talk about all of the people involved ending up dead not long after doing the actual ritual. And, and there were so many components in those that I'd never even heard of before. And the few that I had heard of I knew they were super dangerous, 
and if, that if Hazel even tried to work with them, she really would get us all killed. And I know that my coven is my family, and I'm supposed to completely trust them always and all that, but I know what having someone you see as part of your family lie to you looks like. I dealt with that all of the time after my parents died, and whatever the hell is going on with Hazel is exactly what that looks like. I just can't stand it! What the hell? Sorry, a vase on my dresser just cracked all down the side. Let me go get that. Sorry about that. I'll just get on with my next answer now. So, uh, this one is actually a little difficult to explain. I want to apologize in advance to whoever's listening to this. This is, oh, it's a pretty hard story for me to tell, so I'm just going to do my best. So, what happened is that a few months ago, I was at this library that's down the street from my apartment. And it's one of those weird little local libraries that has those weird books, right? And so I was there to do some research on sigils because my coven and I were trying to work on some big project together relating to sigils. And I can't really remember what it was going to be, but trust me, it was going to be pretty darn cool. Alright, alright, alright. So I was doing that research and I was actually getting quite a bit done. I mean, I wasn't expecting to find a lot of stuff there because I'm doing research on actual witchcraft and I know there aren't a bunch of books out there with actual witchcraft. I mean, there's a lot of stuff out there by people who aren't actually witches, but that's not what I need. So I found this one book that was on like simple potions and crystals and it was actually accurate and it had this chapter on sigils and I was getting really invested, but that's just a little sudden. So I was doing all that research at the library when this nice little librarian lady came over to tell me that the library was closing and that I needed to leave. And let me just tell you that that was bad. Like the library closed around 7.30 in the evening and I was supposed to be home by 6.30 for dinner. And we didn't have a real strict curfew but my phone had died while I was at the library, and I was charging it at one of the little charging stations there. But my problem was that I wasn't sitting anywhere near where my phone was. And as soon as that lady told me that I needed to leave, I ran right over to my phone and saw a bunch of worried texts and calls from my sisters. And so I, you know, let them know that I was okay, told them what had happened, and that I was on my way home. I checked out my book and started walking home. It was darker than it usually is at 7.30, especially in the city, so it did feel like something odd was up. It didn't feel like anything too bad, but I held my book a little tighter and walked a little faster, at least until I got to a part of the neighborhood I was super familiar with. But it felt like the closer I got to home, the darker the world got. Eventually, I just turned into an alleyway that I thought I recognized and sat down right inside just to have a moment to take a few deep breaths. You know, I just needed a minute alone with my book in a dark alleyway. 
Like most girls, right? <laughs> well, it turns out that I actually wasn't alone as I thought I was. And there was... I'm sorry, I got this. I just... I just need a moment. But what happened was that... Get off of me, you asshole! Get off! Hey, hey, hey. Are you okay, honey? I saw that creep bothering you. <laughs> Do I look okay? <laughs> uh, Alright. You can come back to my apartment with me and I'll make you a cup of tea. I... I have to get home. I have to get home to my sisters. I understand. But you won't be able to get home safely in this state you're in. I promise. No awful men are going to hurt you while you're with me. I'll be able to fight them off better than you'd expect. Fine. But don't think it's because I need your help. I can, I can do fine. All on my own. Oh, I don't doubt that one bit. But... It would ease my conscience a little bit if I knew you were okay. You... You look like you and I could be the same age. Which means that what happened to you... Could have happened to me. If the timing was a little different... That's what would have happened. And I'd like to think that you would help me too. Now, come on. I'm home alone tonight, so it's not a problem if you come home with me to get a cup of tea. So, who even are you anyways? You're going to have to give me a little more information than you have so far, which is... Oh wait, nothing. <laughs> Alright, you got me there. You can call me May. I live here with my four other sisters. I'm homeschooled. And that's pretty much all I do. But what about you? I need some proof that I just didn't let some crazy murderer into my kitchen. If I was going to murder you, I think I probably would have done it by now, don't you think? I don't know. Maybe it's all part of your evil plan. But you do need to tell me some more about yourself. Look, I'm paranoid. I just need some reassurance that I just didn't let a murderer into my house. Alright. So, my name's Leah. I... Also live with my sisters, and I'm also homeschooled. Do you know what? I think I'm going to head out now. No, 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 wait. Just... Are you one too? Am I... Am I what? Oh, you know what I'm talking about. Are you a witch? I mean, maybe. Oh, this is amazing! Sure, I, I guess. No, you're completely missing the point. We could achieve so much together. 
After what we just both experienced, there is so much we could do to help so many other young women. Witches or not. Oh, come on, Leah. Are you in? I'm in. I'm, I'm really sorry about all of that. I'll just skip all the bad parts and get right to the point. This girl who helped me, her name was May, and we, we wanted to help. So we did our best. We worked together to make sure that this area was safe. In, in a magical sense, of course. But that's pretty much it, I guess. Well, I guess that's all I have for today. Leah, I need your help. I need your help right now. Hazel, what's going on? You need to stop interrupting my tapes. No, that's not important right now. Look, I really messed up, and I need your help to fix it. Hazel, what did you do? It doesn't matter now, but you need to get the girls and you need to get out of the house. What, what, what do you mean? Everyone, out of the house as soon as possible. Leah, don't fight me on this. I'm just trying to keep everyone safe. Then tell me what's going on! No, you'll be safer if you don't know. Now get out. Now. Is this about... Those rituals at the museum. The... the what? The rituals you were studying at the museum. I know what you were doing there. And don't... don't try to hide it anymore, Hazel. Oh, right. Yes. Yes, that is what's going on. But that should mean that you know how serious I am when I say that you need to get out now. You can't just burst in like this and not even explain anything, Hazel. Yes, I can. I'm trying to keep you safe, Leah. I don't want to drag you down with me. Now you need to get out. Witches of the City was written and performed by Kate Butler. We can be found at City Witches Podcast on Tumblr and Instagram and City Witches Pod on Twitter and contacted at citywitchespodcast at gmail.com. Logo art done by Shotgun-Sammy Stevens on Tumblr. This episode featured Kirsty Wolven as May and Tina Daniels as Hazel. You can listen to Witches of the City wherever you listen to podcasts. Please take a moment to rate and review us. It'll help even more people find and listen to this story. Also, head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash citywitchespodcast. If you become a patron, you'll get access to extra character content, early episode access, and more. Thanks for listening.